Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville, and he's also the spiritual director for us here at Living Bread Radio. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. It's great to have you here again today. Good to be back. We're uh, going through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, and we've been talking about virtues, but today we're going to talk about the supernatural virtues. So uh, question 305 in the UCAT asks, what are the three supernatural virtues? The supernatural virtues are faith, hope, and charity. They are called supernatural because they have their foundation in God are directly related to God, and are for us men and women the way by which we can reach God directly. Yeah, uh, St. Saint Paul says, you know, that these are the three greatest virtues and, the, and that the greatest is uh, charity. So 306 asks, why are faith, hope, and charity virtues? Faith, hope, and charity, too, are genuine powers bestowed by God, of course, that a person can develop and with this grace of God, so obtain abundant life. Uh, we look at this, and, and I think the, the best way to describe it is to really go into each one of these, and we'll lead right into 307, because faith is the power by which we ascend to God, acknowledge His truth, and commit ourselves personally to Him. So we look at faith, then, as the path created by God leading to the truth that is God himself, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. This faith cannot be merely an attitude or confidence about something or another. On one hand, the faith has definite contacts, which the church professes in the creed, the profession of faith. And it is her duty to safeguard them Anyone who wants to accept the gift of faith, in other words, anyone who wants to believe acknowledges this faith, which has been preserved constantly through the ages and in many different cultures. On the other hand, part of faith is a trusting relationship to God with heart and mind, with all one's emotional strength, for faith becomes effective only through charity, that is, practical love, whether someone really believes in God of love is shown, not in his solemn affirmations, but rather in charitable deeds. Uh, Matthew 10.32, Everyone uh, who acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. So faith there is, is that very strong, strong belief and if we have that faith, then we are united to God. And, you know, we've said it so many times in various other programs. Faith has to be strong. And we need that faith to worship God. Faith 
you know, is a belief in someone or something. Now, we believe in God, as we say in the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty. Now, if we have to look at that, we must break it down into our lives and say, yes, I accept that as faith. Now, I must live that accordingly. And this is what now people must start doing, looking at that word faith and redefining it in their lives. So, Father, I, I actually have uh, two sons, and unfortunately neither one of them are going to church. And when I ask them, they basically say that they don't, either they don't believe in God or they don't know if they believe in God. So what do you do in a situation like that where someone uh, honestly is admitting they they don't really they don't have that strong faith, and again I've tried to show them by example, mm -hmm. uh, but what 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 can one do with when it's say our kids that the, that they don't have the I faith? I think you have to really look at it and say what do you believe? What is your belief? Well, I believe in nature. Well, where did nature come from? Or I believe in the sun, the moon, the stars. Where did they come from? Ultimately is the, the ultimate argument of the philosophical concepts that it has to go back to someone greater than us. Mm -hmm. And it ultimately leads to a supreme being. Mm -hmm. Now, can you prove otherwise? Mm -hmm. No one can. God is God. I mean, you go back into the Old Testament when, when Moses you know, uh, went up the mountain, came down with the, the tablets. Even Pharaoh, after the destruction of his troops, went back to his wife and she said, show me the blood on the sword. And he threw it down and sat down and he said, his God is God. He knew, Pharaoh even knew, that even though, you know, where he, all his troops were destroyed, he couldn't even kill this image of a God. He couldn't even kill Moses. And then he realized when his wife said those words and he threw down the sword, he sat back and he said, his God is God. And that's what we got to realize. God is God. And he did that reluctantly. He didn't want to admit it. No. But he couldn't draw any other conclusion because of all that he saw happen. Exactly. And, and I think that's the way that, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm thinking of my sons. How do you explain mm -hmm. the world? How do you explain you and me? And you've seen the love that your mother and I have for you, and that's just a small example or a small reflection of the love that God has for us. Right. Because of God, he created you and me and, and your mom and, and all mm -hmm. of us. He created us cause out of love because he wants to share his life with us. Exactly. And if we don't believe in him, you know, we're turning down that free gift of mm -hmm. eternal life. So we have to have that faith. And again, I, I've said in previous shows, if if you don't have that faith, say that little prayer throughout the, the day. Lord, help my unbelief. Mm -hmm. Lord, help my lack of love and faith. Please give me that, that gift. Because oh, yeah, faith is a gift, but you have to be able to receive it. And if you're not ready to receive it, you're not going to be able to receive it. So no. you have to you have to want to believe and you have to be willing and able and ready to, to receive that exactly. gift when God wants to give it to you. So, again, faith is very foundational. So uh, question 308 asks, what is hope? 
Hope is the power by which we firmly and constantly long for what we are placed on earth to do, to praise God, to serve Him, and for our true happiness, which is finding our fulfillment in God and for our final home in God. Hope is trusting in what God has promised us in creation, in the prophets, but especially in Jesus. Even though we do not yet see it, God's Holy Spirit is given to us so that we can potentially hope for that truth. Uh, C.S. Lewis makes a beautiful statement here. Uh, Glory means good rapport with God, acceptance by God, response, acknowledgement, and welcome into the heart of things, the door on which we have been knocking all our lives will open at last. So we hope for this. We hope to see God, the beauty of paradise, the beauty of the essence of what heaven is. So hope is that longing uh, for that place where God dwells. So hope, hope is actually a, uh, a longing for union with God in heaven. And I would say that it's also not questioning that Jesus will keep his promises because mm-hmm. we believe that Jesus will keep his promises. The question is, once again, are we going to be able to receive that free gift of right. eternal life? Are we going to be willing to have a share in the life of God and to be in a state of grace so that at the end of our lives when we die and we stand before God, mm-hmm. we can say yes to his free gift of eternal life. Yes. We have that hope that be in that state of grace. And I think it's uh, presumptuous to think that, oh, I'm going to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hope because I'm, I'm, I'm assured of going to heaven. No, because I can say no to that free gift. Right. So I So my hope is not just that God will keep his promises. I know he will. But my hope is that I'm able to be faithful until the end, mm-hmm. until the end of my life when I stand before God and give an account of my life. This is true. So true. So 309 asks, Father, what is charity? Charity is the power by which we have been loved first by God and can give ourselves to God as to be united with him and can accept our neighbor for God's sake as unconditionally and sincerely as we accept ourselves. Um, we see in Romans 8.26, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with sighs too deep for words. So charity opens up that essence of what we are. Jesus places love above all laws without, however, abolishing the latter. Therefore, St. Augustine rightly says, love and do what you will, which is not at all as easy as it sounds. That is why charity or love is the greatest virtue, the energy that inspires all other virtues and fills them with divine life. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13.2 and and 1 John, we see these here. If I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. Uh, John points out God is love, and who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. So again, if we understand that God is love, then that helps explain why he created us. 
because out of love, he wants to share eternity with us. Yes. So because yes. of love. So, again, we need to recognize that fact that God is love. Uh, one of my favorite quotes by St. John of the Cross is that in the end, we will be judged by love. So, again, right. love of God and love of neighbor. Exactly. But not love of self, necessarily. No, no. What we do for others and how we look at others and the love which Christ has taught us and then how we love God, that is going to be, uh, you know, the the judgment, as you pointed out. And uh, we see this uh, act of love. Uh, You know, Jesus points out, love one another as I have loved you. Mm -hmm. There is no greater gift in this to love Thy neighbor as thyself for the love of God. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite quotes, too, is that love covers a multitude of sins. Yes. All right, we've been listening to Father uh, Mancini. Father, can we have a blessing before we go for today? And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you his peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. So just a reminder that all our past Faith with Father shows are archived at livingbreadradio.com. And if you need to find a certain subject of a show, right on the homepage in the upper right-hand side is a search box. Just type in the subject that you're looking for, and all of the shows will be listed right there on the page. It's an easy way to find any subject that we've covered here on Faith with Father. Don't forget about the Living Bread Radio app for your Apple or Android device. Just look for Living Bread Radio. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.